Hey everybody, it's Dr. JJ Peterson. And before we start today's episode, I want to tell you about another amazing show that's part of the HubSpot podcast family. ABM Conversations hosted by Yog Ganesh. Looking to stray away from fluff metrics and vanity marketing? ABM Conversations helps B2B marketers and sales professionals explore strategies and tactics and real experiments to drive revenue, customer engagement, and retention. Some of the recent episodes that I've really been loving are doing product marketing the right way with Yoni Solomon. And there was an episode on implementing customer growth that explored the entire step-by-step process. And you know me, I love a good step-by-step process. If you are needing a weekly deep dive that deconstructs marketing tactics and strategies used by world-class performers that works for your content, marketing strategy, online advertising, knowledge panels, product marketing, the list goes on and on and on. You need to listen to ABM Conversations and you can find that wherever you get your podcasts. Customer service and customer experience departments are often the first point of contact with a customer. And so how do you, even in those spaces, when people are calling in to ask questions and talk about the problems they're experiencing with your product, how do you position yourself as a guide to those customers while inviting them into a beautiful story? Today's episode, we are going to talk to Kelly Kirker, the Director of Customer Experience at StoryBrand on how to be a guide for your customers. And by the end of this episode, you and your customer service team are going to understand how to play the guide in the lives of your customers. And spoiler alert, also for your company. I'm about to start the show. Hello, Hero Makers. Welcome to the Marketing Made Simple podcast powered by StoryBrand and brought to you by the HubSpot Network, where we believe your marketing should be easy and it should work. I am your host, Dr. JJ Peterson, and I am joined by my co-host, April Sunshine Hawkins. Hi, April. Hi, JJ. Hey, Hero Makers. April, I'm going to make a bold statement right now, (gasps) and I am going to say that a customer service experience that I have with a company will make or break my relationship with that company. Oh, them's be some bold words right there. (laughs) Watch out world. I don't care if you have a cheaper product. I don't even care if you have a better product. If your customer service is not about being an advocate for me with the company, then nope, I'm out. I'm absolutely out. And I will actually pay more for better customer experience. JJ, who has hurt you? (laughs) (laughs) So many people. So many people. I could go. I'm sure it all goes back to some childhood wounds about not being heard or something like that. But but I'm sure. I'm sure that's where it actually. Oh, wow. Are we going to go deep on this one? I mean, Um, I I feel like. I feel like we're getting in there, which I am yeah. all for. I've done, mo- <laughs> I, I have done so much therapy, so I'm here for it. But we're in. but maybe our in. hero makers want to hear about marketing instead yeah. of <laughs> instead of our childhood traumas. But instead of our childhood traumas, watch Encanto. That will help. Um, so here's <laughs> so true. Here's oh my gosh. 
Um, <laughs> you know, I'm not going to name names of the companies who have hurt me because there's okay. been a lot that I have dropped that I refuse to work with sure. anymore. But I will say here, I'll give you an example. So National Rental Car, I love them. Okay. So I absolutely love them and they're more expensive than many of the other rental cars, but they really put the customer first. I very mm. much believe like one of the things is when I get off a plane, I don't want to sit at a counter for 20 minutes. Yeah. I'm exhausted. I've been on the flight. I'm tired. A lot of times I'm arriving late at night and I don't want to sit at the counter for 20 minutes going, no, I don't want the extra insurance. No, I already have my insurance. No, I don't want to buy fruit gas. I don't, you know, I just want to get in my car and go. And National puts the customer first in that way and has taken away that problem for me and I can go. I can just get in the car and go. And then anytime I've had a problem and called them, they have solved it for me so fast. And so I have often paid, to be very honest, double. Like yeah. I have been able to find cheap discount cars and I've gone, no, it's not worth it for me. The customer service at National is so much better. Again, we do this a lot. Not an ad for National, but... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I, find, I find we do that a lot because I get excited about brands and people who are doing business well. So I want to share, but I will pay twice as much to work with National than I will working with a company who doesn't treat me well. You're so right about, man, the customer service people, they are the front line. They are the ones who are interacting with the heroes. And so it's really important for them to step in and really like understand what we're going through and not just like check a bunch of boxes off of their customer service to-do list, you know, cause you can tell when somebody is just doing their job or when their hands are tied because the company's systems and processes have really like put them in a bad position to give their customers answers that their customers do not enjoy. And that is a bummer <laughs> whenever that happens. The other day I was traveling. It was late at night. My flight had gotten bumped. And so I had to fly to a different airport and then get a hotel. And basically I was going to take a two hour nap before I yeah. <laughs> had to go get on my very, very early morning flight. So I was waiting on the airport shuttle. I had been given instructions, you know, of where to stand. So I'm like waiting, 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 waiting. I finally call the hotel and I'm like, hey, you know, is the shuttle coming? And they're like, where are you? And I'm like, I'm on the east side. They're like, well, it's going to pick up on the west side. So I'm like, okay, all right, all right. Got it. No problem. So then I'm waiting, 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 waiting. Again, no shuttle. So I call again. This is my second time calling. And the woman, she is not frustrated with me at all. She's like, I feel like he should be there by now. You know, let me get into it. I'm not sure, but it looks like he should be there very soon. Call me back if he doesn't. And then, you know, <laughs> again, waiting, waiting, waiting. Finally, you know, I call back and she's like, it looks like he went to get gas and we weren't aware of this, but how about let's stay on the phone together? Why don't you go ahead and give me your name? I will get you checked in. Your key will be ready. And so then when finally I did get picked up and I arrived, she just was so sympathetic and empathetic to where I was because it was like two in the morning at this point. And she was like, please get a free snack. It's on me. You know, go get your rest. And it was just so wonderful because I didn't feel like I needed to leave a bad review because I really felt 
like I was being taken care of. I was the hero and she really wanted me to be picked up. Uh, I just needed to be in the right place <laughs> at the right yeah. time. I love that. And and you will always tell that story and speak highly of that company and you yeah. will be glad to go back there again. She saved that experience for you. If you can nail this, if you can get this right, you are going to create raving fans. Your customer service experience is really, again, the front lines because they're they're speaking directly to the customers on your behalf. And if you have raving fans, that is more powerful and more valuable than any marketing campaign that you could possibly put out there. Yeah. And that's what great customer service does. And it's more than just like, you know, there's obviously a lot of things you can talk about when it comes to customer service. But the reason we're talking about it today is because when you, as a company, view yourself as the guide and your customer is the hero, and you understand the whole story brand framework, how it works, how you are inviting customers into a beautiful story where they are the hero and you are the guide. The most powerful place that that can impact is your marketing, but it also can impact every other area of communication in your company. And today we're going to be talking about how to have a mind shift, how to really think of yourself truly as a guide in customer service and customer experience and how to use that to get wins for your customers and wins for your company. Because when you do that, when you have that mindset of, I am the guide, you approach things differently. You're not just trying to get people off the phone. You don't just have a script that you follow in order to answer every question and your hands are not tied. When you you as a company decide, we are going to play the guide and our customer is a hero in every aspect of our business, it changes everything, including customer service. And that's why I we are so excited today to have on the podcast one of my favorite people in the world. I say that, uh, no, I don't say that too often, but I say that <laughs> often about our staff because we have our director of customer experience, Kelly Kirker, on the podcast today. God. I love me some KK. I love her. <laughs> She's amazing. And she is going to talk about how to really position yourself as the guide for your customers in customer service. And here's spoiler alert. It's not just about positioning yourself as a guide for the customers, but also positioning yourself as the guide for your company. And today, you are going to hear about how to do that for your company as well. Here is my conversation with Business Made Simple and Story Brands Director of Customer Service, Kelly Kirker. Kelly Kirker, thank you so much for being on the podcast with us. I'm just going to say it. You are my favorite. <laughs> I am so happy to have you on our podcast today to talk about customer experience, which a lot of people refer to as customer service, right? And you are the director of customer experience at StoryBrand. I am. I am. And it's an honor. Now, one of the things that you and I have talked about, uh, the approach you take 
to customer experience at StoryBrand, kind of being the lead in all of this. And I actually think you have a unique perspective that you bring to the table. And I'd love for you to share that with our listeners about how you, just like where you start when you approach customer experience and customer service. Absolutely. I would love to tell you. So I think the unique take is that we really see, I see it as a two-pronged approach. So I am definitely wanting to be the guide for both the people that are reaching out to us and who need assistance, as well as story brand, business made simple. We are absolutely um, wanting to be able to really essentially advocate for both groups of people. So it is this sort of tightrope, if you will, um, <laughs> of knowing exactly how to guide both sets of people as as well as we possibly can. So that that really is kind of the, the starting point, if you will. I love that because I would not have ever thought of that, like to name it like that, right? Like where I think a lot of customer service people view themselves as really only advocating for or primarily advocating for the customer or primarily advocating for the company, right? So you're either your job is to keep customers and save money and not get re, give refunds, or your job is to just the customer's always right, right? And the majority of people, I would say the companies that I get most frustrated with are the companies who only see customer service as being an advocate for the company, right? Because it's like, nope, I have to protect this company at all costs and really not advocate for the customer. Right. It, it really does feel like a, a balance. And honestly, I feel so grateful to be at StoryBrand where our focus is equally important on both sides. It really felt like kind of the, the space, the freedom to really approach it that way. Because like you said, we, we've all got distinct experiences we've had with companies where we really felt understood and advocated for, um, and that someone was really actively trying to be a guide for us, and then the total opposite. And so it feels like we don't have to live in that pendulum swing, those dramatic odds. We get to actually be somewhere in the middle and be able to really provide a great outcome for both people. And I love that you start from the place of saying guide, right? That we are in yeah. customer experience, we are the guide, and you are the guide for the customer, and you're the guide for the company, which means your job is to help both win, right? Which yes, un yes. means understanding kind of the problems that people are experiencing, the internal, external, philosophical, and all of that stuff. And then really, when you play out your guide persona, when you become the guide, we always talk about in the story brand framework, that being a guide means having empathy and authority. And so I'm curious your approach of that empathy and authority piece, how you use empathy and authority when working with customers who are calling in. Yes, yes. So it, it's interesting that you make that distinction too, because we've got people who are reaching out to us, obviously. I think most people would consider that customer support where they're reaching out to us directly. We're also making an effort to reach out proactively. So when we're showing that empathy, the opportunity we have is to meet someone where they are. And that seems so simple. <laughs> but when someone is invested anywhere from just a, a small amount to be in, a, you know, have a subscription with us or a large amount to join a, an event or even certify, we know that they've, they've really got what they feel. And what we know is 
high stakes, you know, they've, they've made an investment and anytime that is involved, there's just a different sort of emotional level, (laughs) if that's fair to say. And so we always want to sort of start from the perspective of, okay, let me put myself in their position. If this were happening to me, what would my initial kind of emotional response need to be? And then how can we go about solving this in, in the best way possible? And so it ends up being kind of a, like I said, tightrope before. It's kind of silly, but it feels that way because there is this like very fine line where we want to make someone realize, hey, you are heard, you are understood. That completely makes sense that you're having that response. Let's see how we can solve this. So in, in terms of empathy, really try to put my pl- myself in their place, honestly. I've seen this happen over and over with you of where <laughs> you start from a place of empathy. And that's, I think that's so key. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure there are days, as there are for all of us, right? There are days, but I know that really when you are trying to advocate for the customer and even advocate for the company, you start from a place of empathy. That really is where you ground yourself. And I think for a lot of people, that can be hard, right? That can be really hard, especially if you've already had a full day yourself and you've been working really hard. And then at the end of the day, you get this call from somebody who really is not super happy. I mean, a lot of times we get a lot of ones that are really happy. I mean, let's be honest, we get to share a lot of really fun success stories from all of our customers, which is one of the funnest things is when customers reach out, like just to say thank you, which is like, it makes us cry, right? You and I both like tear up (laughs) all the time. We love it. We love it. And so we get a lot of that. But occasionally there are some people who are like, hey, I've invested this money and I'm struggling with this aspect of it. And, you know, when you are a small business and you have invested a significant portion and hoping that this is going to move you forward, that can feel very heavy. And to start with a set line or start with like, this is our canned response is probably not going to be a win for either. Hey, Hero Makers, April Sunshine here. Every week on Marketing Made Simple, JJ and I love sharing tips and tools to help make your marketing easy and make it work. So whether you're a captain of one or commanding an entire crew, a HubSpot CRM platform is a powerful tool for keeping your business running in ship shape. Other CRMs can feel cobbled together, but HubSpot is carefully crafted in-house for businesses like yours. Its suite of marketing tools work together seamlessly so you and your team can focus on what really matters. Your customers, of course, or as we like to call them, your heroes. You can also save and reuse your best performing emails and share them with your team for a faster and more consistent way to communicate with prospects. Use social media tools to schedule and publish updates, monitor terms, and even analyze performance. Learn how to grow better by connecting your people, your customers, and your business at HubSpot.com. JJ, you know who I love? Who? Well, you, but also (laughs) our StoryBrand Certified Guide community. Yes, I love our guide so much. A group of them recently got together and they were working on their businesses. They were working on their clients' businesses and we were tagged on LinkedIn. Yes. And I've got to read you what Debbie Girardi said. Yes. Okay, so Debbie Girardi, she's one of our guides and she said, this is already the best most productive, affirmational, and inspirational week. And we're only midway through. Every time I've heard Donald Miller, 
J.J. Peterson and April Sunshine Hawkins proclaim, Story Brand Marketing Guides are the best marketers in the world. I'd roll my eyes at such a hyperbolic sounding cheesy sales stick. (laughs) (laughs) But this past year, as a Story Brand Guide has validated the substance behind that claim, The daily virtual interactions within our broader story brand community have been a hundred times my wildest expectations when I took the story brand certification leap exactly a year ago. This is the tribe I've been seeking for so long. I am profoundly grateful for you all. Oh my gosh, I love that so much. And it's so true. We hear that over and over and and it's not hyperbolic. I mean, it really is like it's not shtick. Really, the Story Brand Certified Guides are the best marketers in the yeah. world, and it's the best community. Yes. It really is the best community. And if you are an independent marketer, an agency, a designer, a copywriter, and you have been kind of going through this process alone, our Story Brand Guide certification is for you. We actually have a training coming up on May 10th through the 13th. Just go to storybrand.com guide, and you can apply to be a part of the May 2022 training. So go to storybrand.com slash guide and apply today for the May 10th through the 13th certification training. It's going to be amazing. And now back to the show. If you just give somebody their refund, then the company loses financially. But for the most part, the customer's still not happy. Right. <laughs> like no. if you just give their money back because they wanted you to solve a problem to begin with. And if you didn't solve their problem, now they've just wasted time. And so that's what I love about your approach is you start with that place of empathy and not, you know, hearing like the words that they might be saying in the moment, but get down to the core feelings that they're experiencing. And then because of that, you're an advocate and work to get them a win, not just shut them down or not just give them their money back, but or which rarely happens. I mean, that's what's crazy. I mean, I wish I had actual statistics about refunds from us (laughs) because it just doesn't really happen that much because you are an advocate. Oh, thank you. It's interesting. You make a great point where people may have a financial investment. um, And like I said, it can be a range, but really time is what they're most protective of. So if they have invested time and, you know, we all know that's a precious resource, maybe the most precious, they really do want a solution and money is like an okay way to fix it. But really our approach is how can we actually get you this win that you need and really in that way advocate for both. That's great. I love it. And so you start with empathy, but then the other aspect of being a guide is authority. And so I know you've kind of thought through that too, of how to really play the guide, both empathetically, but also authoritatively. How do you approach customer experience and customer service with authority as well? I think it's sort of two things. One is speed of response. It sounds so silly that it could be that simple, but it really is. We, we often say it's it's simple, but not easy. So we are very simply responding to people as quickly as possible. And that often means we need what we call macros, where we've got sort of a quick response that we can give someone, especially if we see the question they're actually asking. And so that's another piece of the authority is really seeing what's actually being asked 
in the words that are chosen, sometimes people get a little lost in what it is that they actually need as well. And so if we can see what is actually needed, sometimes it's incredibly simple. So being able to respond as quickly as possible, which we commit to within six business hours and, and often can do strive to do a lot quicker than that. But that's a, probably our biggest piece. And when you say macros, what you mean is like if you see a common question that's coming in over and over and over again, you're creating what we call a macro response, one that you can, it's already, you know, scripted out to some degree, and then you can add a little bit there, but it just saves you time in answering the question and gives people the right answer. Correct. You'd, you'd be amazed how much time it actually saves, especially if you're getting a little lost in, okay, there's there's big things going. We're all spinning plates. So the smaller the business, the more plates, it feels like. When that's happening, being able to just quickly answer a message with some pretty standard responses, if somebody's got a pretty standard question, is so helpful. It's such a time saver. Okay. So the first part of authority really is just speed of response. That shows you're authoritative. You have the answer to help them win. So you've done this before, you know what's going to help them win, and you get that answer to them quickly. What else is a part of that authority piece of being a guide? It's interesting. I say in in customer experience, we need to know a little bit about everything. <laughs> and so it sounds kind of silly to, to say that, but it's true. We end up getting to pay attention to all the different things that are happening internally but all the different things are happening externally as well. Even something, it sounds silly to say, but even current events. So when there's lots of different things happening during the workday, being aware of how best to solve a problem may differ from one day to the next. And that may be from information that we've had internally in Slack, or if there's even just something happening with the platform, something we get to know a little bit about everything, <laughs> get to know, <laughs> we need to. Um, and so being able to quickly respond is huge, but also being being exactly like you said, um, knowledgeable and being able to actually be the authority and say, here's exactly what you need. It is actually a, a really satisfying experience. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love that. And you do that for the customers, but you also do that for our company, right? So not only are you in the know for what's going on in the world and what's going on in our company, so you can give kind of all of the different answers that need to be given to the customer, but you're also paying attention to trends that customers are experiencing. If they are experiencing a problem in one of our courses, like they can't get this to print or they can't get this video downloaded, you are aware and making yourself educated of what's consistently happening with customers and then bringing that to the company. So once again, you're providing authority to both sides. You're advocating and playing the guide to the customer and the company. I love this so much because A, I love you and you're so amazing at this. But the real thing is for here, for all of our listeners to be able to understand this, that what does it look like to play the guide in the customer service slash customer experience space? And Kelly, you've given us so many amazing tips here today that I think people can begin applying almost immediately. First is instill a mindset in that team that they are an advocate for both. They are a guide for both the customers and the company. And that is sometimes a hard line to walk. You would admit that. <laughs> you oh, yeah. admit that's sometimes a hard line to walk. But trying to carry both of those equally, I think, is important for both sides to succeed. 
I think that's so important. So starting with that mindset and what does that mindset look like? It's empathy and authority. So start from a place of empathy, of understanding what your customers are feeling and what they're experiencing and being able to then with an authoritative way, bring in the answer that is needed because you're educated, you're edu- you're connected with your customers. So you're knowing where they're at and you're connected with the company. So you know where they're at. I love this so much. It's even just changed the way that I want to begin thinking about how I engage because we're all in customer experience. We're all in customer service, right? Whatever position you are in the company. And if you can think of yourself as an advocate on the for both your customer and the company, I think it will change the way every single person interacts and lives on a daily basis. So I really agree. Kelly, thank you so much. This has been huge, 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 huge for our customers. And of course, I always love getting to see you and talk to you. And so for listeners out there, when you call in and you talk to Kelly, know that she is an advocate for you and she is fighting for you and willing to serve you by starting from a place of empathy, but then also giving you the answers you need within six hours. That's the goal. Within six business hours. Exactly. We got it. Business. Yeah. Six business yes. hours, six business hours. <laughs> oh, I love it so much. Yes, it, it takes a tiny village and my village is made up of Prentice, who is on my team, who is just incredible. She has probably been someone that that your audience has, has dealt with in the past and she's just wonderful. So love Prentice and it, it takes a village and we are your village. Oh, well, thank you so much, Kelly. And thank you, Prentice. You guys are amazing. Yes, Prentice. Thank you so much. It was an honor to be here. Golly, I love that, Kelly. And I love how she has really transformed the way we as a company think about customer service and customer experience, really working to advocate both for the customer and the company. Well, Hero Makers, it's time to apply everything you learned with this week's actionable step, a practical step from today's conversation that you can immediately use to implement the story brand framework further into your company. The practical step for today is you need to look at the questions that are most often coming in from your customers. What are the main things that they are asking on a regular basis? and sit down and create a macro for it. And when we say macro, what we mean is just an email that's maybe a few sentences, a few paragraphs that answers the customer's question clearly. When you do this, not only will it save you time, but it allows you to get back to your customers more quickly and positions you as their guide with more authority. The faster you can get back to customers with clear, compelling answers, the more they are going to trust you as their guide. And if you need help creating these macros, writing these emails that are going to be used over and over again in customer service, you can't hire Kelly. She's ours. She is ours and she will be ours forever. But you can go and hire a story brand certified guide. And our story brand certified guides really are the best marketers in the world. So go to marketingmadesimple.com to hire a guide that can show you how to create customer customer service emails that work. 
Well, that's all for this week's episode of Marketing Made Simple. Thank you so much for listening and believing like us that your marketing should be easy and it should work. Follow Marketing Made Simple wherever you listen to podcasts and don't forget to rate and review the show, letting us know how these tips are clarifying your message and growing your business. We'll see you next week. Hey, you cannot stop me. You cannot stop me. Go!